Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. All right, guys. So welcome to another Macro Monday Live. I'm very excited about today's topic because I'm getting a lot of questions on reverse dieting. So, so many people were reaching out to me when they saw my physique update, which kind of threw me off, um, asking me more about reverse dieting. How's it going? What are you doing? Um, And then different ways to approach a reverse diet. So let me rewind. Who should do a reverse diet? This is anyone who has been Um, I'm going to go for like a lifestyle and competition prep. This is anyone who has been dieting for a prolonged period of time. I would say this time period being longer than eight weeks consecutively where you are consistently maybe tracking your macros, following a meal plan, following some sort of structure where you're in a caloric deficit, losing weight, and maybe even also incorporating, um, cardio and weight training. So this could be for anyone who has like a lifestyle goal of losing weight, or you're coming off of a competition prep. So maybe you did a 12, 16, 20, 24 week long competition prep, you hit the stage, and now you're needing a plan outside of your prep. And this is going to be called your reverse diet. So the whole point of a reverse diet is to rebuild what you broke down. In essence, that is your metabolism. So if you have been dieting, your metabolism is nice and high, okay? The fire is burning, but over time, the fire starts to dwindle down, whereas your body is getting adapted to running off of less calories each and every day, okay? This is called a down regulation. And that is because our body's main goal for us is to survive. It doesn't know that you're intentionally trying to get leaner, It doesn't know that you are dieting and that you live in a safe environment. It doesn't know any of that. The only signal that your body is getting is there's less food. I'm losing weight, AKA this is a famine and we need to hold on to food. That's what your body hears. But what happens in this period is your body is smart and it will say, okay, clearly there's less food coming in. So I'm going to slow everything down a little bit. So we can run all of our systems on less food, okay? It it wants to be efficient. So things like your period can go away after an extreme diet where your calories are getting really low. Maybe your hair isn't as shiny. Maybe your skin isn't as nice. Maybe even your libido is gone, okay? These, These are all systems that your body doesn't technically need to survive. It's not essential. Heart, your lungs your brain, your body will protect these and make it a priority. Okay. That's why it's the last to go. Okay. Um, if you're like actually start yourself. So for a dining phase, I, this is going to vary, but personal opinion, I think if you are living off of 1400 calories a day, that is not sustainable. It's very low. Okay. And you have to take into account things like your BMR, your total daily activity. Most people's BMR is going to be more than 1,200, more than 
1300 calories. And I see so many women living off of eating as little as possible. And then they wonder why they're dieting and they're not getting a response. And it is because you need to reverse diet. Okay. You can't diet away your problems. You can't diet harder to accomplish your goals. Dieting is not always the answer. Okay. And a lot of my clients actually are reverse dieting because they've realized that they've spent a year, two, five, 20 years dieting or dieting and then followed by um, months of overconsuming. And what happens in that case is we're going to use the rubber band analogy. What happened in that case is you're dieting, right? Okay, this is your willpower. You're dieting. And over time, hopefully this doesn't flick off my hands for anyone who's listening to the podcast. I'm holding a rubber band in my hands. So you're dieting. And, you know, over time, your willpower is growing. But also patience and mental health is kind of dwindling away as your calories get lower. And this could be in prep with your motivation to adhere to macros or whatever your plan is. So over time, there's tension that builds up, right? Beginning of the diet, week one through week four, you feel okay. Six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks. There's a lot of resistance that's starting to go on. What happens? You rebound and you go back from square one. And I see this cycle happen to so many women and to even competitors that compete. I'm calling you guys out who compete show after show after show after show. Spring, fall, spring, fall, spring, fall. Every year, I'm guilty of this. What happens is you're able to stay on track during that prep, right? 12, 16, 20, 24 weeks, very easy. But then you rebound because you're not able to maintain that because it's not sustainable. And then you start S square one all over again. And you probably weigh more. You probably have more body fat on you too because your metabolism downregulated to a very low level And therefore, it's very easy to gain fat. So we don't want that to happen, okay? We want our metabolism to be strong. And just like a diet where your metabolism slowly downregulates, we can flip that upside down and do it in reverse, okay? So a reverse diet, in essence, where as a regular diet is a controlled cut to macros or calories, and a controlled increase in cardio as a tool, a reverse is the complete opposite. So we are um, cutting down the amounts of cardio you're doing, and we are increasing the amount of food that you're eating each and every week. Just like you wouldn't crash diet, you don't crash reverse, okay? So a crash reverse would mean you're going from 1,200 calories a day to automatically increasing to 2,000 calories a day. I would not recommend that because your body is going to be in shock. Just like if you're consuming 2,000 calories a day on a consistent basis and you drop down to 1,200 calories a day, your body would be in shock. Okay? So reverse dieting expectations. And this is going to be encompassing of lifestyle and people coming off of a competition prep. Do not set the expectation of maintaining a certain weight. I think a lot of people go into a reverse diet and they are wanting to lose weight, be smaller, and they have this dieter's mentality that they need to push aside so they can focus on getting better. And by getting better, I mean healing your metabolism, okay? 
And healing your metabolism is more of like a holistic way of looking at your health. And this can be kind of flipping what you've been told in a 180. Okay. We're always told to diet. We're always told to lose weight. And then all of a sudden when someone's telling you eat more food, move less, you're like, what? I've never been told to do that in my life. So it can be kind of like a shock to the system to take a completely different approach, but understand this is what you need to do for the longevity of what your goals are. So for example, I've seen women who are 180 pounds and they are legitimately consuming 1200 calories a day and doing chronic amounts of cardio a day, like five sessions of 40 minutes long in duration they're not losing weight. And so in that case, you know, she wants to get to a healthy body fat percentage. She wants to get to a healthy composition with her body and feel better, but we can't, we can't get her to eat 600 calories a day. Absolutely not. Okay. There's this thing called quality of life and that's going to completely diminish. So in this case, we need to work on building her calories up and you can go about this in a slow method or a faster method. And I will say the slower you go in majority of the time, the less body fat you will gain. And that is because it's allowing the body more time to adapt to the calories. Okay. Uh, Versus going faster. So going faster would be increasing calories at a more significant volume in comparison to a slower route. So a slower route can look anywhere between, I would say, um, 50 to 100 calories increasing a week. Um, Fast would be two to 300 calories per week or sometimes two weeks. But when you're doing a reverse diet, I would also recommend putting an emphasis on carbohydrates and fats. For the most part, people are consuming enough protein, especially if you are a competitor. Um, If you are struggling with satiety, that's when I would recommend bumping up your protein just a tad to help you feel a little bit fuller, but making sure that you are putting that emphasis on carbs and fats. But what do you expect in a reverse? Stop expecting to weigh a certain amount, especially competitors. Most of y'all are underweight. Most of you guys are not at a healthy body fat percentage and you guys need to get to a healthy place. You need to have your period consistently. You need to stop being so food focused. You need to get your satiety signals back where you eat a meal and you feel good after. And the only way that's going to happen is by gaining some body fat. If someone is underweight, which usually in a competition prep, I will say nine times out of 10, you're getting to an underweight level and a very low body fat. Things like ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone, is very high and leptin is very low. Again, dealing with satiety. So it's not normal to eat a meal and be hungry all the time. But if you're coming off of a competition, this is something that you will be experiencing. And it is a hormonal thing. So one thing that helped me in a reverse diet is really taking my time when eating food and spacing out my meals roughly three to four hours between meals to make sure I was eating throughout the day. Um, The other thing that really helped me was keeping up with my fluid intake because, again, I really struggled with the satiety post-show. But taking time to eat my food was a game changer. I know that sounds silly. Um, The other thing, too, is when you're in a reverse dieting phase and you're coming off of a competition um, or even doing like a lifestyle switch, if you have foods where it's really hard for you to um, 
have moderation with or you feel like you are going to overconsume on very easily, I would recommend temporarily just having them out of the house, okay? You don't need to be tempted by the peanut butter jar. You don't need to be tempted by the box of cereal. Um, and you don't need to be tempted by having those things in your home. So completely remove them from your household and or hide them, okay? Um, I think a lot of competitors don't like to admit that they struggle with that too. And the thing is, is again, your body right now after a competition or, or after dieting for so long is telling you to eat, 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 eat. That is a survival mechanism. Okay. And again, majority of people want to go in a reverse in a slower controlled pace because a lot of us don't like change and we don't like change to happen fast. So going slow means you're going to have to be patient as you slowly regain those hunger cues back to where you feel hungry and then don't feel hungry. So how long should you reverse diet? This is a big question I get and it will depend. Okay. I had someone ask me, how long do you plan on reverse dieting? In essence, you need to reverse at least the amount that you are spent in a diet. So for like a prep that was 12 weeks long in duration, you need to spend at least three months coming out of that. If you were in a competition prep for six months, you need to spend at least six months reversing out of that. Now, I will say as you get more time away from that diet or from that show date that you had, you can be a bit more flexible. However, I highly recommend that you spend the first four to eight weeks being on your reverse and being diligent with tracking macros and not really treating it differently than being on prep. You have to. You have to walk your body out of this phase because it is very sensitive and it will take the hormones a bit of time to regulate out too. Okay. So for competitors coming out of your show, spend that four to eight weeks really hitting your reverse numbers to a T. That's what I did. Um, I also incorporated some untracked meals, but I also knew that mentally I was in the mindset to do so. Um, and that I didn't feel the need to like binge or overeat. And I will be honest, I've had, um, post shows where I've definitely binged and overate. So I'm not ashamed of it either. You know, I just didn't understand the signals that my body was sending me and I didn't set myself up for success. And I'm trying to make sure that all of you guys do. So for my post show, my own personal reverse this time around, I have really hit my numbers to a T for those eight weeks. And then I incorporated an untracked meal one day a week because mentally I wanted some sushi each and every week. So then um, I've been wanting to get away from tracking so heavily to a T. Again, I've been tracking macros for like four or five years now, um, and I'm wanting to incorporate ways to eat food that is not so focused on my food scale. And with my goals of not wanting to step on stage for over a year, I know that I need to build muscle. And in order to build muscle, my hormones have to be at an optimal place and I have to be consuming enough calories to build muscle. You are not building muscle if you're chronically dieting, just so you guys know. So with me wanting to build a good amount of muscle on my body, um, I understand that I'm going to be in a surplus for quite some time. Um, and therefore, I did the 
I did, I did the crime diving and I did the time of really holding my body's hand out of the reverse. What to expect? Did I gain body fat? Absolutely. I gained some body fat. Um, I haven't weighed myself in about a week, but I've gained about, I would say 13 pounds post-show. Um, my biggest concern is when I see people gain 20, 30 pounds in less than eight weeks. Okay. And not necessarily just for the psychology of seeing your body completely different, but for just your heart health. And that's a lot of demand to put on the body in, in that period of time. Okay. Just like losing a significant amount of body fat can be, um, dangerous gaining a significant amount of body fat can be dangerous in a short period of time as well. So during my reverse, did I gain body fat? Absolutely. Um, did I struggle with that? Yes. But I almost made the mistake of setting an expectation of staying within a certain weight. And here's the thing. When you gain weight post-show, you don't know how much of it's water. You don't know how much of it's fat. You don't know how much of it's glycogen. And it's going to be very bold to different people. You know, some people post-show recomp really well, where they're gaining a lot of lean muscle tissue, while others are gaining a lot of inflammation in water. You know, maybe that watery feeling is something that you feel after your post-show meal. And then others are just gaining a rapid amount of fat. And that is because of constant way over con consumption going on. So things I recommend you stay away in a reverse diet would be um, highly palatable foods. So things like those cookie companies, donuts, um, chips, more processed foods, that's going to be a very addictive thing to eat. Not to say that those foods are bad, but I will say it's going to be very hard to say stop or to have that moderation in place for something that tastes so good. And also just limiting alcohol use, okay? Your body is very fragile right now and you deserve to treat it with love and nourishment. And by drinking alcohol, you know, you aren't, you aren't setting yourself up for using these nutrients properly. And that is rebuilding and, and getting healthier. So again, for me, um, I really put in that time to attract to tea. And then now I am trying to get more balance. So I'm taking Saturday and Sundays of just half tracking the day to where I am tracking um, the beginning of my day. And then the evenings, I have some macros like saved up like a good amount and just eyeballing my portion sizes and trying to kind of live my life a little bit more and not, not being so glued to that food scale. Okay. So for a reverse, um, I will say the other thing with reverse dieting is you can't compare your journey to someone else. Okay. I see so many people on Instagram, so many people showing off their reverse diet and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm two pounds above stage weight. I'm five pounds above stage weight and it's three months post-show. Congratulations. You gained like no body fat. Here's the thing though. You have to gain body fat if you want to gain muscle. And if you're not competing for a long time, a year, a year and a half, two years, five years, never again, you have to gain body fat. Um, if you're not, you're not going to get better and you're not going to heal. And I don't care what people tell me. You can be super lean and say that you're super healthy and you feel good and your reverse is going awesome. But the whole point of a reverse diet is not to look like a competitor year round. It is not healthy to look like a bikini competitor year round. 
you are lying. You're lying. It doesn't feel good to be that low body fat. Your joints hurt. You have no energy. Your hair, skin, and nails probably isn't good. You probably have no libido. You probably have no period. You're probably very food focused. You're probably always sore all the time in the gym. Your weights are probably not going up in the gym. You're not making progress. You're not getting better. So I think we need to stop romanticizing these whole, she's super lean in her reverse diet. I will say that I work with some lifestyle clients who do lose weight. Majority of my lifestyle clients, while they're reverse dieting, do lose weight. But I also reiterate to them, that is not the goal. So what's going on there is a lot of times their body is just dropping the stress from dieting because dieting is a stressor to the body. So with them consuming more food, their body is relaxing. And with you know, the body relaxing and not being so stressed out, it's able to drop some body weight and drop some inflammation. Okay. Inflammation is a stress response to anything that is external or internal, external being diet and exercise, internal, just being stress and life and maybe being hyper body focused. So, um, a lot of my lifestyle clients, they're losing weight on their reverse diet, but you know, I reiterate them from to, from day one, that this is not the goal to lose weight. You are taking two steps back in a reverse diet, so you can take 10 steps forward in the future too. So if your goal is fat loss and you're not able to have fat loss at eating 1,200 calories a day, you have to take two steps back, build up your caloric intake, stay there for a little bit, okay? Don't just build it up to 2,000 calories a day, hang out there for two weeks and then decide to cut back down. That's not going to help you either. Let your body relax, let your body maintain, let your body function off of that for a period of time and then pursue a cut. And I can guarantee you, because I've seen this with hundreds of women I've worked with, but just (laughs) you will lose fat, but you have to put in the time to get better and heal. Okay. So for reverse, understand taking two steps back to take 10 10 steps forward. If your goal is to lose fat, you're not going to hit it by constantly consuming 1,200 calories a day. Eventually, something's going to give, and it's either going to be your physical health or mental health or a combination of the two. So I'm going to leave this now open for any of you guys who have questions in regards to reverse dieting or if you're currently struggling with reverse dieting or anything training and nutrition related, um, feel free to do so. I'm seeing some people log on today, which is awesome. Again, though, um, I do want to reiterate that no one's reverse is going to be the same. Some people will gain weight. Some people won't. Some people will uh, want to incorporate more flexible modalities like um, intuitive days or untracked meals while others will want their structure. If you are someone who wants to cling to structure all the time, I do hope that you take two steps back and just um, analyze yourself and really ask yourself, am I wanting the structure because I genuinely enjoy the structure or do I feel like I'm going to lose control? Um, If it's a control issue, that is kind of a disordered relationship to have with food and your body. So I would recommend possibly seeking out and getting help there if you feel like it's causing a lot of anxiety. So that's my two cents there. I think everybody should strive to track macros and be accountable with their diet, but understand too that there is great value in having untracked meals and having date nights and learning that you aren't going to blow all of your progress or gain all of this weight just because you didn't log it in my fitness pal. What's up guys? But okay, last 
minute questions. Feel free to ask or else I'm going to log on off for the night. I hope you all enjoyed this chat. I think that's it. I'll give you guys a couple more seconds to type up any questions if you have any. Saliana was here. Jess was here. I think Jess asked a question too. I'm going to scroll on up just to make sure I didn't miss it. I was eating 1,400 calories in a deficit for a year straight. I worked with Nicole now, and we are in a reverse diet, and I honestly feel so much better. My hair isn't falling out, and I'm losing weight. Yes, so Jess is an example of someone who has been reverse dieting and losing weight with me. Um, she was even asking me, she's like, is it normal to like lose body fat and be losing weight in a reverse? And I told her, your body's relaxing. Your macros are correct now before her macros are kind of like skewed and off um, from a previous coach or previous calculation. And now that her macros are more balanced specifically to her and her needs, her body is finally responding, which is awesome. But okay, I think that's everything. I uh, just want to let you guys know that the Healthy for the Holidays four-week challenge is open for enrollment. This is starting November 25th. So if you guys are wanting to get on track these next four weeks and stay strong from Thanksgiving to Christmas time, I highly recommend that you guys check out this challenge. Again, it's just more of an affordable way to work with me that is similar to one-on-one -on -one coaching, but with less accountability without the weekly check-ins. It's $75 for the four-week challenge too, which is a an incredible deal. If you guys want to check that out, you can find that link in my Instagram bio to do so. Again, enrollment is open, but it will be closing before we know it. You guys have like two more weeks to hop on board. I want to get you in my community. I want to get you supported. And I most importantly, I want to get you progressing towards your goals. So I hope you all have a wonderful night and I will see you in the next live. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.